This is Lord Death of the DWMA, and you're watching another episode of Goth Geek Podcast. Now stay tuned, or I'll be forced to give you a Reaper Chop. And I made it. Hey everybody, this is Nicholas Black, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Goth Geek Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss Evanescence, their new album apparently. Uh, some pop culture news in the movies and whatever else random things I can think of. But first, as always, go ahead and click like or subscribe through social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at The Goth Geek. Give us a follow or go to our Etsy shop and buy some of our cool stuff by simply going to gothgeek.net where you can find all sorts of cool, neat stuff no kidding uh dice uh coffin uh, dice coffin trays posters jewelry all sorts of neat things stickers with our logo on them uh magnets all sorts of cool goth geek stuff so check that out gothgeek.net i'll take you directly to our etsy shop where you can uh check out all the cool things we have we're always adding new items um and everything has free shipping so you don't need to worry about that. So, again, check us out. And now, let's go ahead and get started with the topic that I really wanted to talk about. It's a few weeks old, but... So, Evanescence has a new album coming out, uh, that's come out. Um, I really don't care about that. What I'm wanting to talk about, really, is... When did Evanescence become goth? Like, I keep seeing these articles about Amy Lee... Um, and, you know, Evanescence being a, a goth band and Amy Lee being, uh, one titled Queen of Goth Style is back. And they're saying things like, you know, Evanescence goth band, goth rock band. When did the, when the hell did that happen? When the fuck was Evanescence ever a goth band? Did I miss something? Like, I really don't understand this. Uh... I remember when they became, you know, big during the early 2000s, you know, and they were emo, you know, they were up there with a uh, My Chemical Romance and they weren't really considered goth. They were definitely during uh, the emo movement uh, as it was growing. And yeah, so I don't understand this. And if, if you're one of those people who's like, well, what's the difference between emo and goth? Well where do I begin? There is a huge difference between those two. I don't even know if emo is considered a subculture. Like, goth is, is a subculture. Emo, I'm not really sure of, to be honest. Emo is like the bastard child of goth. Uh, many years ago, I once joked that, you know, emo was the idea of basically, like, the, ch the bastard child of, like, between goth and, like, popular mainstream and what i meant by that was like you had these bands who had a lot of guys wearing eyeliner and uh painting their nails but they were still you know they were in mainstream alternative bands rock bands and their music was a little bit different it was a little sadder like my chemical romance um and then you had like evanescence um 
and I'm sure I could probably name another band or two if I really tried to dig in a little bit deeper. But to be honest, I really didn't pay attention too much to the emo movement. And I'm not saying that these bands are bad. I am a fan of My Chemical Romance. I'm a fa- I was a fan of some of Evanescence's songs. But I'm really confused as to when they became interchangeable. Especially when Evanescence became goth. Became... I don't even know. I remember one time, back in the early knots, early 2000s, when Amy Lee came onto some Cartoon Network show. I can't remember what it was. It was, it was like during an like Adult Swim kind of thing. Uh, and she was dressed so much not like how she portrays herself in her music videos. It was very casual. It was very laid back. It was very colorful. Um, and that's fine. But it, lo- it it just showed how almost fake she was. Um, and so that turned me off instantly to, to, to their thing. I mean, if you're, if you're doing that, that I guess, I, I mean, if you're, if you're doing that to sell records, I guess that's a thing. I, I, but I, it didn't really, for lack of a better word, jive with me, uh, in my early twenties. Um, the, uh, just the whole putting on a show, I guess, especially considering it didn't seem like she was trying to, it wasn't like kiss or Alice Cooper were like, you know, uh, or David Bowie back in the day where like, you know, they were putting on a full on outfit and like makeup and like, it was a whole thing. She was just dressed during her shows, you know, in her videos, you know, a little more goth esque, a little darker, but then she came onto the show and she's wearing like blue jeans and like a, you know, a, a pink top and like flip flops, uh, or like trendy sandals or something. And it was like, you know, very colorful, you know, very opposite of what you would think for the lead singer of what's got, what's considered a emo band, uh, or goth band. But it really just annoys me because this, especially this one article, just cause it, it, it's titled, you know, Amy Lee, queen of goth girl style is back with new music. When the hell was she the queen of goth girl style? When the hell did that happen? Like, and if you get mad at me about this, uh, that's fine. You're, you're welcome to your opinion. This podcast is, you know, full of of opinions. Um, so if you're mad at me about this, that's fine. I'm not, again, I liked Evanescence's songs. I can't even talk today. Every fucking podcast, I can, I just can't speak correctly. You think I'd be getting better at this. Anyways, I like some of their songs back in the day. Uh, it's cool that they, you know, uh, after 10 years, you know, they're coming back. Um, maybe longer than 10 years, but I know it's been at least 10 years. Uh, but goth, the queen of goth, goth girl style. What? When? When was that declared? When the fuck did that happen? And it's from Vogue, which, I mean, Vogue doesn't know shit about goth, to be honest. I mean, Vogue is the same kind of website and magazine that, you know, reports about anybody who wears black is goth. Oh, check out Taylor Taylor Swift's, you know, goth look and uh, Rihanna's goth look, you know, doing their goth, inner goth or whatever. Uh, they're they're the, the kind of website that does that shit. So I really shouldn't be annoyed by this because it's that type of website. But I still am because Queen of Goth Girl Style, I'm just like, really? 
really Amy Lee of Evanescence, an emo band. I, I, the fuck is wrong with you people? There are way better people to get the label of queen of goth girl style or goth style um, than her. Because seriously, she's emo at best. Her band is emo. And, uh, I mean, if you, if you were an emo kid back in the day and you're insulted by this, I, I am sorry. But I don't like emo and goth getting confused. They're very similar styles in some ways, uh, but they're not the same style. And so it just kind of annoys me. <laughs> and maybe it shouldn't. Maybe I'm being an old man uh, on his lawn yelling... <laughs> I totally am, aren't I? I'm totally being an old man goth, <laughs> yelling about younger kids, uh, and I don't care. I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be that person because it's just no. Don't get emo confused with goth. Emo is a bastardized, like, version of goth. Uh, it's its own thing. It's very much more androgynous. I feel like, um, and. It's probably helped goth in some ways, but not in good ways. I mean, I, I, I'd rather steampunk. I think steampunk is a great uh, thing that's kind of goth-esque. Um, there's a lot of bands out there who are steampunk that are also goth, like Abney Park, um, you know, who have done a, a really great job of uh, mer merging those two, showing off those two. And I think that, I think steampunk is really a better expansion of goth uh, what it can be. You know, the old joke about steampunk being, you know, it's when goths find the color brown. And some people in here will probably say, well, yeah, but steampunk's been around since at least the 80s because that's when it was, you know, uh, first published. Published? Man, I fucking can't talk. Published uh, in a book. I believe the 1980s. It might have been earlier. Um, it's been a while since I've looked this stuff up, but it was published, you know, this, the word steampunk, uh, I believe was published in a sci-fi book, uh, in the 1980s, uh, maybe late seventies. So the term has been around for a while, but really steampunk, the way it's become a, like a genre, a subculture really didn't take off until much more in the last 20 years or so around the same time, actually as, uh, emo actually. Uh, I really didn't see any steampunk stuff until around early 2000s, 2001, 2002. Uh, that's when I really started noticing uh, things popping up online uh, and whatnot about steampunk. And then in the last, from there, like 2010, 2011, you really saw steampunk kind of exploding all over the scene. Uh, a lot more cons that are dedicated to steampunk. Uh, a lot more bands popping up saying they were steampunk. Uh, Let the Cog is Dead and uh, uh, Steam Powered Giraffe um, and whatnot. But so I almost feel like that's a better, uh, what's the word, child of goth, uh, expansion of goth um, than uh, emo ever was. Uh, I really do. I think steampunk is like, if, if there's ever an offshoot of goth, they can go, 
that is like the merging of goth and something else. Steampunk, I feel like that is, is it. Like steampunk is like, I don't know, because this is the way people dress and they, 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 I mean, the pirates, the steam, uh, uh, steampunk pirates and, uh, then you also still have like the Victorian air, uh, dress and, uh, clothing and it had a lot of aesthetic in there that really screams goth. Um, and even the music can be very goth sounding. Uh, no one talks about that with emo. <laughs> no one, no one talks about the emo aesthetic. No one has cons for emo, at least that I've seen. And again, I might be being my old man, uh, yelling on the lawn and there might be a whole bunch of emo cons that I have never heard of. But here we are. So I wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to like, this has been bothering me for like the last two weeks and I didn't do a podcast last week. So I've been sitting on this to literally bitch and moan about this for the, this long. Like, like I said, this, this article is three weeks old and I've just been like staring at it going, shaking my fist, like queen of goth style, like the fuck. No, she is not the queen of goth style or goth girl style. She is not. Stop it. It needs, uh, yeah, it just needs to stop. Uh, I mean, I hope them for all, I hope them, I can't even, god damn, I can't talk today, people. Seriously, I gotta start practicing more or something, because I cannot talk straight. I hope Evanescence all the best. I mean, they had some good music, and I'm hoping their new album had some great music. If it does, uh, tell me. If you're listening to this and, uh, you're a fan you've heard the new album, let me know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just don't, I just don't like it when genres get mixed up. (laughs) As I shake my fist in the sky and tell the kids to get off my lawn. Uh, in other news, uh, there was the, uh, new little mini trailer for the Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was really cool. Um, it had a little mini marshmallow puff uh, characters, guys, uh, show up. And I thought that was just really neat, a cool throwback to the time uh, from the first movie. Uh, it had Paul Rudd in it, of course. And it was just really cool to see. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, I mean, it's about a week old now. Uh, but if you haven't seen that yet, definitely look it up. Ghostbusters Af- uh, Afterlife. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Just because it's just, I'm a big Ghostbusters fan to begin with. I mean, I was probably four or five when the first one came out. And so I don't think I saw the first one in theaters, uh, but I did see the second one in theaters. And it was a pretty amazing movie. I We own both of them. Uh and I'm just really looking forward to this true sequel. Uh, the 2016 movie wasn't bad. Uh, I liked it as a standalone movie. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this new generation true sequel um, that I feel like all the fans have really been looking forward to. Had nothing, had no problem with the 2016 movie being all women. Not a problem with that at all. I know a lot of asshole fucking, this fucking fucktards had issues with that movie because of that reason. No problem with that at all. Uh, I just wanted a, a true sequel. If 
that had been the true sequel and not like a weird alternative universe thing they were doing, uh, then I would have been fine with that. Those actresses were amazing, what they did. Uh, and it was a good movie. It was just kind of this standalone alt- alternate universe movie. Um, but yeah, Afterlife, super excited for that to come out this fall. They keep pushing it back, and hopefully this is the last time. But again, yeah, if you haven't seen that little movie clip uh, of the mini uh, Marshmallow Puff, State Puff Marshmallow Men, there we go, uh, you should definitely take a look at that, because it was pretty funny. And another interesting news, uh, back to kind of goth stuff, I just thought this was kind of cool, was, and you might have seen this uh, in social media, uh, we might have even shared it uh, on there, it came to my attention from uh, Gothic Charm School, uh, their uh, Twitter account. Um, but this young lady uh, yearbook photo <clears throat> came to light, and she is the. And I hate to say, I hate to do this, but it's the opposite of the val. She was uh, she's not that val Victorian uh, or val valedictorian. She is the salutatorian. Um, for her high school, uh, and what's really cool about this is, I mean, the the picture they cho- uh, that she has for her uh, yearbook and the picture they 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 are showing is she's completely gothed out, like one hundred percent super gothed out. Uh, what's cool about this is it's just obvious reasons. Uh, you know, uh, one article put you know. She's getting a lot of attention for subverting people's expectations of who excels in high school. And, you know, that's exactly what she wants. Her name is, uh, and I'm going to probably butcher her name, and I truly apologize if she ever hears this. Uh, Veronica uh, Jakowitz? Jakowitz? Man, I butchered that. I know I butchered that, and I apologize. I truly do. I suck at pronouncing names. Uh yeah, so I apologize. Uh, but yeah, she uh, has this awesome picture. Like, she's got horns that she's wearing and very cool pentagram. It looks like uh, earrings and she's just decked out. And I think any goth worth, worth a damn uh, would be jealous. This choker and just, just looking amazing. And, you know, and then she's also accomplished this amazing, you know, uh, uh, feet, not feet. She has this amazing compos- amazing accomplishment, uh, you know, through high school, showing that you know, you, you don't have to, you don't have to be normal, uh, and boring to you know still exceed at life. Uh, I love the fact that the picture of her is next to the val- valedictorian, uh, and the dude is just like super super normal looking like super boring wearing a, a, a what looks like a tuxedo almost probably is um but uh yeah i mean she's wearing like you know full dramatic goth makeup and attire and it's just it's cool to see the younger generation is still alive and well and that goth is doing you know it's doing okay we're we're, we're doing all right um it was just a, a a good feel story kind of thing. If you haven't heard about this, look it up. Uh, I thought we shared about it, but maybe we didn't. Um, but yeah, I just think this is really cool uh, thing that happened, and 
I think it's just really neat to see that, you know, we're at this point where the future, the future of the golf subculture, you know, is in good hands if we have people like her, uh, you know, representing. So again, I, I swear, go look this up. Uh, it's a really amazing thing. She's got great big plans for, for college. Uh, she's a major in biology and forensic, uh, forensics, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then they have her quoting saying that, you know, even if others don't really like my style, it's what makes me happy, and I've worked hard to finally come to that conclusion. Holy shit. Like, I wish I had that kind of confidence uh, and coolness <laughs> and uh, maturity when I was her age. Holy crap. Uh, so, yeah, the gospel culture is in good hands, people. If, if, if we have kids like her, you know, that, uh, representing, then... You know, we can all rest at ease. The rest of the elder goths out there can uh, relax a little bit. The subculture's okay. And let's see what else can we talk about today. I ramble on and say these things so damn fast, sometimes I really wonder if anybody can actually understand what the hell I'm saying. If the sound is a little bit different today, it's because I once again misplaced the new microphone. Um... I was cleaning up where I do all this, uh, my workshop, and now I can't fucking find the microphone anywhere. So now I'm, I'm once again back to using the Apple headphones slash microphone that I use for when I have to do my day job working from home. So I apologize if the sound is a little off. Who knows, maybe it sounds a little better because I noticed the microphone was a little far Last time, I didn't clip it on as close as I usually do, and I think the sound kind of came weird, uh, came off weird, and then, uh, so, anyways, uh, what else has been going on? The, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier's been going. That's a amazing show, actually. I really didn't think I was going to like it. Uh, if, you're, if you don't know what that is, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, it's a Marvel TV series. Series? Seriously, what is wrong with my S's? series uh on disney plus uh it's only six episodes they're on episode four episode five airs today actually so we're almost done uh as of me taping this i have not uh watched the fifth episode but it's a really good uh series i really wasn't expecting to be i'm not a big fan of the winter soldier or the falcon uh, I don't know those characters very well. Uh, I'm not a huge comic book nerd. Sue me. Uh, I've read some of my books, but I just, it's not what I collect. <clears throat> Most of my comic books are Harley Quinn, uh, Squirrel Girl, actually, and Gwynpool. When Gwynpool was still being, uh, published, I really liked those comics. Uh, and a smattering of other weird random stuff um, that I just kind of, if I see something at the comic book shop, I pick it up. So I really don't read mainstream stuff. And when I say mainstream, I guess Harley Quinn is kind of mainstream now. Um, Squirrel Girl has gotten to that point, maybe? I don't know. But anyways, basically I don't read Bucky and the Winter Soldier and Falcon or Captain America or really any of that stuff. Uh, but I really like the show. Uh they're really digging deep 
I mean, I'm having to look up a lot of references because I don't remember these movies. We're so deep into the MCU at this point. There are so many freaking movies. I didn't like the Winter Soldier Captain America movie, um, which was, what, 2013 or something? Like, that's so long ago. I only watched it... I've only watched it twice. Um, and both times, I just... I couldn't get into it. I, I, it is my least favorite Marvel movie. I, I don't know. A lot of people say they love it. I don't understand. But uh, I know a lot of the characters that are in that movie are in this show, like Baron Zemo, uh, which that actor is amazing. If you like his portrayal of Baron Zemo, you should definitely watch The Alienist, which is on TNT or TBS. Um, uh, it's a Victorian-era style TV show. It's also got like Dakota Fanning in it, I believe. Um, but he plays a kind of detective, uh, psychiatrist-type person uh, in that, and he's amazing. Uh, Daniel... Oh, what is his name? Oh, my God. Daniel. Oh, I, I'd have to look it up. Anyways, him. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Zemo uh, in, in the MCU also did uh, one of the main characters in The Alienist. Definitely check it out. Uh, but, yeah, I just I don't know these characters. I don't know all the backstories as well as I should probably. It's been a lot of movies. It's a lot of stuff to remember. That being said, it's a really great show. Uh, why is it a great show is probably what I should be telling you. Uh, I'm enjoying it for just the humanization of it. I think they're really digging into like the whole, like the after effects of, of bringing people back, um, from Endgame when the, you know, Hulk snapped his fingers and brought everybody back. I mean, it had been, it's been five years in that world, uh, where they were adjusted. They've gotten, they've just gotten adjusted to, you know, not having all these humans, not having all these people. And then you bring them all back. So, you know, that brings everything into chaos, too. And so it's showing that. And and unlike, <laughs> it sounds kind of political, uh, and it is. Um, when I say political, I mean, like, you know, it's, you know, t the, a lot of government agencies and things like that. But unlike Phantom Menace, it's a lot more action, a lot more intrigue, and a lot, a lot more interesting story. And then they also touch on, and I think I brought this up in another podcast, you know, they do touch on this world where uh, a little bit about racism and uh, prejudice, and I really enjoy that they're doing that, that they're kind of trying to bring that into this as well, uh, just because that's a hot topic right now. That's, you know, a very real thing that we're that the world is dealing with, and so... Just like in the comic books where Stan Lee, uh, you know, would touch on these real world issues. Uh, and even today they do. You know, they're trying to do this as well in the show. So I really recommend it. If you have Disney Plus or if you have a trial or whatever, give it a watch. Um, they really blow their budget in the first episode, it feels like. But it is Disney, so I don't know what their budget is. Uh but it gets pretty good. Like the, watch like the first two episodes before you you know give up on it. I really think it'll be worth your time. Uh, check it out. I also watched the Mighty Ducks uh, new show, um, and I don't know how I feel about that one. Uh, 
that's not really exactly a goth thing. Well, definitely not a goth thing. It's not really a geeky thing either, beyond it's just nostalgia. Um, the Mighty Ducks, you know, movies back in the 90s. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm sticking with it just because I've already gone down the rabbit hole. But uh, if you're if you're really into that nostalgia thing of the Mighty Ducks, check it out, I guess. It's interesting. They're kind of doing the same thing that they did with, that people did with Cobra Kai, where, like, they're kind of flipping everything on its side, and, you know, the good guys are kind of now the bad guys, and so now uh, you have to have make, either have to make new good guys or the bad guys get flipped as well. It's, it's kind of got a Cobra Kai feel to it, but not as dramatic. It's definitely more friendly, family-friendly, because it's Disney. Um, but, yeah, basically, without spoiling too much, the My Ducks have become, you know like the Hawks from the movie movies where the Hawks were like the big, you know, bad and amazing winners and blah, blah, blah. Now the Mighty Ducks after 20 years have become that they're like champions and never lose. And they're just, you know, all about the game and no more about fun. And so, yeah, players get kicked off and, you know, just watch it. If you're, if you're interested in nostalgia crap, uh, like I said, I'm not really into it, but I'm one of those people who, like, once I start watching something, unless it's just truly, truly trash, I will continue watching it until the very end. Uh, so that's a little bit more about me. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Uh, I don't think much. I don't have a lot to report on this week. I still think we're going to try to do the every two weeks thing with this podcast. I don't even know, to be honest. A couple days ago, they reported about the goth chicken that has black bones and organs and meat. Uh, I saw that popping up on my feed. I I don't know, like, was it a slow news day or something? It must have been, right? Because the goth chicken thing's been talked about forever. Right? Like, that's not new. Like, the black chicken... Um, If you somehow have not heard about the black chicken, I guess you can take a look at it. Look it up. It's not hard to find. But, uh... I mean, it's a cool-looking chicken. It's all in black and black skin and black beak. And, I mean, everything. It's It looks like somebody, like, spray-painted a, a chicken. Um, but it's natural. So, well, natural, quote-unquote. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why that keeps popping up every few years or every few months. Maybe it's just a slow news day situation i don't know but uh yeah if you're interested in you know seeing if you somehow have not heard about this black goth chicken thing uh thing like it's like it's something else it's a chicken it's a black chicken if you've not somehow heard about the black goth chicken that you know story that pops up every once in a while then uh you know i guess check that out you know it's something to behold i guess um uh, I, I, I really don't know. What else has been going on? I don't think much, folks. I think we're going to probably cut it there. We're only 199 days till Halloween. Didn't I just say I was going to cut it there, and then I say something else? It's That's how random I am. This will be the last thing. So we're at 199 days till Halloween, folks. 
199 days. So a little under 200. So as I said before in the countdown to Halloween, you know, key start looking for stuff uh, on the cheap uh, and getting ready for your plans. Hopefully COVID won't be uh, affecting us too badly by that point. Um, when I say that, I mean, the new normal, of course. Uh, I think masks are going to be a part of our lives forever at this point, um, at least on some level. And uh, But that doesn't mean that Halloween will be as different as it was last year. Like, last year was pretty different. Most people weren't even giving out candy. Uh, we gave out candy, but uh, it was, you know, we had, like, a table set up with, like, a, like, elevated so it was like a slide so we could slide the candy to people from a distance uh and then of course masks and we've had giant jugs of hand sanitizer for people um it might still be like that this year i don't know Um, but i'm hoping not i'm hoping it'll be a little bit more chill you know uh a little bit easier to deal with um though the slide was fun a lot of kids seemed to enjoy it but yeah 199 days to halloween mark your calendars keep an eye out keep it you know for that uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I'm going to do today, guys. Uh, again, check us out at gothgeek.net to our Etsy shop, uh, free shipping on all our items. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again, maybe next week, maybe two weeks. Uh, we'll figure it out. Nothing too crazy going on. All right. Bye. <laughs>